0: what's going on guys thank you for joining us today on the esports supply podcast the collegiate series i'm your host deron aka deronimo the purpose of this podcast is to give you guys an inside scoop from the colleges and universities that have already started their esports program now let's get started Thank you guys for joining us on the eSports Podcast. I got Angel and Rob from Mercy College. Guys, if you guys can real quick introduce yourselves and give us a little background as to how you got in this position.
1: Sure, I'll start off. My name is Rob Quinetta. I am the club sport manager at Mercy College with three locations in Dobbs Ferry, New York, the Bronx, New York, and Manhattan, right in Herald Square. I came on board in November to develop and implement a club sport program, and under that purview is a brand new eSports program. So I came on immediately after I was hired. We hired Angel Cespedes, uh, a Mercy alum. I'll let him talk about himself, but he is our coach for our team, slash advisor, slash confidant, Um, and we've kind of jumped in with both feet together uh, to launch this and get us up and running. So I'll, I'll let Angel talk about his background a little bit.
2: Thank you, Rob, for the um, warm, warm introduction. (laughs) Um, So um, my name is Angel Suspedes. I've been um, esports coach now for, uh, well, since the same time Rob started. A little background about me, I graduated Mercy with a a bachelor's and a master's in uh, in accounting, actually, (laughs) 2016. That's kind of was my career path. but. While I was at Mercy, I was, one, I was extremely, extremely involved. I, I was always I deep and um, being a very involved student and kind of leaving, a, leaving an impact, and leaving a change behind. So among many things that I, that I did while I was at Mercy, one of the main things that I was passionate about was gaming. So um, while I was at Mercy College I and a few other friends of mine, we, we took it upon ourselves to get a video game club going and kind of embedding this idea that there's a lot of gamers at Mercy College. More specifically at the Manhattan campus and the Dobbs Ferry campus um, for, for Mercy, which houses most of the students for, for the most part. So um, while running that program, the video game, uh, video game club, for a few years, I was working closely with the director of student life and student engagement officers, officers at the time to make sure that like, they, they understood that like, this is real, this is happening. And the, and this, and the club grew very big. And then after I graduated, I guess the idea lingered in the air. Uh, Directors, uh, the director of student life, still understood that this is possible for Mercy, and and ultimately it seemed like I birthed the idea of um, having a, a, a esports program. So one thing led to another. Um, you know, Rob's position came in, and then I was offered the position of the esports coach slash like you know advisor assistant to make sure that the program is cultivated and gotten up the ground, but there's many things that came together to overall get to where we are today. So yeah, like Rob said, that's kind of been my main focus, you know, um, helping Rob engage the students from a technical perspective, running some of the games, understanding the games, and overall strategizing together. Like how do we entertain the students with the games we have now? What games can we have at in the future? And how do we make that happen? Um, Especially that like we're still at this infancy of the esports program at Mercy, you know, we, you know, just, just got the equipment, just ran our first few games this year, and are still trying to figure it out. So.
1: <laughs> Very much trying to figure it out. I think, you know, one more thing I'll add is, you know, my supervisor, you know, he sees esports as a way to really engage a diverse student population and give students that have maybe what you might consider non-traditional interests uh, the opportunity to be a part of a team part of a club, you know, outside of your regular stick and ball sports that you would see. So I think, you know, and if you look at our esports team, it's, you know, there's, there's some really great diversity on the team and to see students from all different kind of backgrounds and walks of life come together uh, and really connect over a game. You know, you might not normally see these students walking together in the halls or hanging out you know outside of class time but they get together on a Friday night for a, for one of our League of Legends matches and they come together and it's a really cool thing to see and I you know it's definitely been an exciting slash learning experience um, for me and I'm sure Angel as well
0: yeah awesome How, so real quick is your guys's program under what department is it student life yeah, so we, we are run out of student life,
1: but we work very closely with athletics. You know, the East Coast okay. Conference is the athletic conference that Mercy competes in. And their, their commissioner, Dr. Bob Drainoff, is a, an incredible leader, um, extremely forward-thinking. They started eSports, I believe, with New York Tech uh, was really the catalyst for it a few years ago. But they started to sponsor eSports. So it was a natural fit for us. So we, we collaborate with athletics a little bit just really for the conference. And then there's some associate numbers in there as well, but they set up and they run uh, right now, this past spring was league of legends in the spring. And then typically in the fall, they'll run overwatch um, and they're going to, they're going to add some more titles as well. So we could, we could talk about that a little bit, I think later on, if you want, but it's yeah. been, it's been exciting so far.
0: What, what, So your conference, what's it called again that you guys are under? The East Coast Conference. East Coast Conference?
1: Yep. So that's like us, uh, New York Tech, Malloy College, St. Thomas Aquinas. You know, some of these, some of the schools are associate members just for eSports. So like Farmingdale State uh, has joined as an associate member. Southern New Hampshire has joined as an associate member. I think there's only two division two conferences in the country right now that are sponsoring esports. So we, I know we've added a few more. I saw this, this past, uh, this past spring, they added some more schools as well. I think Chestnut Hill's coming in. Uh, I know Damon college up in Western New York is a member. So it's been, it's exciting and it's, it seems to be growing pretty rapidly. So I'm looking really looking forward to the fall and what that will look like. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that'd be great. Did did you guys slow down since – so you guys started – your first actual year started this past – in 2019 November, right? Yeah, so we
1: we started – well, when I came in, you know, my supervisor, my boss, um, who is Felipe, and now he's the – now he's the assistant dean of student life. He had been working with two students that were really interested in in making this eSports team a reality at Mercy – so when I came in, you know, we kind of had two students already. Um, and then Angel and I had done some advertising on campus, gotten some students to come down to kind of share, you know, what the plan was, knowing that in February, we would start league play uh, for League of Legends. So we actually, we did all of our recruiting pretty much in November, you know, school kind of shuts down in December for, you know, intersession. You know, we picked back up in early February. We had our unveiling for our esports room, um, and then that same week we had our first we had our first match. I believe it was against Southern New Hampshire. Got our butts kicked a little bit. You know, came back the next week. You know, got some wins under our belt. But it was uh, it was a fun it was a fun first experience. And then obviously, you know, with Corona, actually our last our last match was completely remote. That was right around like mid March. So everyone had actually, everything else had shut down, but we were actually able to play remotely. You know, all the students played nice. from their home. Okay. So it that's, was that's it was, was good. Yeah, it was cool if, to get the season underway. But I think, you know, ultimately, in terms of being able to be in person and really have that in-person, you know, recruiting and advertising, I think that, you know, that hurt us a little bit. You know, so now yeah. we're starting to get back into it. You know, we were able this summer, we've had some scrimmages, You know, we've played in some, you know, some different tournaments uh, for League of Legends to kind of keep the team together. But, you know, we're going to be really getting heavy into into recruiting new students that are on campus already. And then, you know, I think beyond that, trying to expand our recruiting efforts, you know, off campus and really, you know, hopefully with with doing stuff like podcasts like this, you know, getting the word out there that, hey, if you want to come to Herald Square in Manhattan and, you know, live in a brand new dorm, play in a brand new eSports room you know, we have a really great opportunity for you.
0: Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So last last year you guys started with League of Legends, right? Mm-hmm. And then what's your other titles that you guys compete in? Or you guys are so, planning to compete in?
1: Uh, so th- last year we, we played League of Legends. We also played in, we had a our, the East Coast Conference towards the end of April, held um, like a mini Rocket League tournament over okay. a few weekends. So we did that. And then we this fall, the plan is to play Overwatch, which I know Angel is excited about. Yeah. Um, and they also the other title that they're gonna add
0: is uh, is Valorant. So Valorant, okay so looking forward to that. So apart from your guys's so it's an esports club, right? Under Student Live, but apart from your players that are playing in those in the conferences, I know Angel, you earlier you were, when we were talking before this all started. You're saying that you're big in the fighting scene. Do you, does yeah. Does Mercy College have like a fighting group of kids, like a fighting gaming, not fighting kids, kids that fight but uh, that play fighting games? Yeah. Um. Offline, offline from the program, yes. Okay. Gotcha. You, gotcha. You. Yes. Not the one, but they don't compete in any of the conferences, right? they just like they just get together and play. Yeah. So.
2: I would say that hopefully in the new, in the future, if it grows interest, I'm sure they would add they would add something like like this. At least Super Smash Brothers, which is like one of the most popular titles. Yeah, and then probably other titles. You know, as long as like they grow interest. But um, yeah, there, there's a substantial amount of other interest in other different titles and games outside of like um your typical like uh, PC uh, games. You know, like your leagues, your 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 your, Dota's, your you know Valorant, and, and all this good stuff coming out. There's a diverse network, a diverse like community, like uh, Rob said, you know, that all different kinds of students. You know, like your Super Smash Bros. player almost doesn't like talk or act like your typical League of Legends player, and your mm-hmm. League of Legends player doesn't talk and act like your typical Overwatch player. Like, so in a weird way, it's like this very niche, diverse communities within it, in and of itself, which makes like your campus so much more interesting, and mm-hmm. the fact that like video games and, and the, 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 the students are able to gather offline you know and still be entertained still be part of the campus experience at least virtually it's pretty interesting you know you know we have all these stu- students in departments playing you know ball like you know as rob said but one of the advantages of having something like esports is that even if we we, we still had campus and we still had um you know we're able to go to the to, to the room to play and practice Students can always get on and play with each other, uh, you know, online and play and scream with other schools offline and still have that like that competitive experience. You know, one the community will interact, and two you still get that that competitive. You still get to scratch that competitive itch, whether it's league, whether it's rocket league. Um. So yeah, and like, like Rob said, we're we're just very excited to add new titles because if we add new titles, that's more gamers. Some of the gamers are multi you know talented so they play a little bit of everything or they play two games but for the most part as you add more titles you expand the diversity of the students you have because like i said for some reason just me and my experience like running you know video game tournaments for many years different communities of gamers come from different games so that just brings everybody together you know just like your majors that, that are around across the, the country you know have like 27 fighting game titles and brings all these communities together and And they play. So this is kind of like what we hope to do at Mercy. You know, we have League of Legends players, Smash Bros players, Overwatch players all together in one room. Um, Should be very exciting. So we just hope that like the the proof of concept continues to grow. Because this is kind of like, to be honest, kind of what it is right now, really. Like, you know, we we were slowed down a bit because of COVID. But overall, the students are still very much engaged in the Discord. We're still, um, we're blessed to still be able to have some new, you know, some new blood come in and play from home. And we're just trying our best with, with the resources that we have. But because the resources are pretty much still virtual, it's possible. So that's kind of like a, a, a positive when it comes to at least like this um, this aspect of the department that we can still host online um, until things open up again. And then when things get better in the fall, there's a whole host of things available to them. Like Rob said, you know, we're going to have fresh new dorms downtown Manhattan by Herald Square where students can live on campus, have a fresh, esports and still be um and still you know go to their class play you know play before or after class whatever it is similar like to your student athlete i mean we still want to consider them student athletes they're just playing you know esports games and like you said it's just like a different you know a different set of students but they're also at the end of the day students it should be entertaining they should be part and it should make we should
0: make them feel like they're part of the community right so for you guys in space how many pcs do you guys have
1: Uh, We have eight right now, Um, you know, with the space, you know, it was kind of with our, you know, I keep talking about our Mercy Manhattan location. That was an area that we had had, but the school really reinvested in that, in that facility significantly just to really, you know, they have two floors there, you know, oh no, I'm sorry, they have three floors there, um, two are academic, one will be residence life, and they just redid everything. So yep. it's really cool. I mean, you walk down there and it's like you're walking into, it doesn't feel like you're on a college campus. It feels like you're walking like into Silicon Valley into like a, into like mm-hmm. a really modern and unique office space. Um, yep. that's pretty cool. So, you know, the space we have is kind of tucked away up on the fourth floor. You know, it's, we've got eight brand new, um, Alienware, Aurora R7 gaming computers, you know, nice brand new monitors, headsets, chair, you know, really, they really, um, you know, I, I would say this, you know, I think the most glaring thing to me was when my supervisor showed the students like, all right, here's what you're get, Like, here's what this school is. Here's what we're investing in. You know, the students were like, oh, those are, those are like, they weren't, you, you, you would expect students to be a little more fickle and be like, Oh, you know, they, they skimp on us. But the students were like, Oh, that's awesome. Like, they did yeah. a they did a really cool job with that. Yeah. So you know, it was it, it was exciting to see that and you know, being able to kinda use, you know, like I said, League of Legends were playing five V five, so you know, I'm hanging out, I'm you know, Angel and I are usually running the the Twitch stream, you know, just being able to play with those high tech computers is is pretty cool. So
0: it's it's been exciting so far. Yeah. yeah. It's it's nice to hear that your your Mercy College didn't like cheap out on the on the PCs. <laughs> no, they went, they went, uh,
1: they like really didn't spare any expenses. You know, the room was redone. You know, we have the space, you know, we've kind of adjusted some things in terms of the desks uh, that are in there to make it, you know, to take stuff that we had that was new, um, but to make it work for what we were working with. Um, and it, it really is, a, it's a nice space where, you know, the students can get together you know, we have a whiteboard in there. We're going to add a, a larger flat screen TV monitor in the room to kind of, you know, be able to, to review some stuff and, and work it out. But, um, you know, it's, it's a good space uh, and it's it's new, it's clean. Um, you know, it's got windows in it. So you really <laughs> you can't ask for much more um, than what we have. So we're very, very fortunate.
2: Yeah, like Rob said, this is just like a, another space for the students to go and um, hang out together, you know. And again, this is for this like other community. That's also part of the overall community to kind of hang out and play, you know, scrim, get online, play with each other like after class, before class. So it's definitely exciting. And the fact that like it's happening, like Rob said, like, it's not like, um, you know, like you said, like, it wasn't like they just like cheaped out on the equipment. Like the students like are very familiar with the equipment. They come in and it's like the stuff they have at home or sometimes like they might probably like replace the mouse, you know, because, you know, they probably have like muscle memory with their mouse. But they're pretty comfortable with like the you know the chairs, like the monitors and everything else. So um yeah, I think overall it's just making them comfortable, right? Like you wouldn't want to you know have your first baseball game and you and your uniforms like are, are suck, you know, and your bat sucks, you know, like your <laughs> right. you know, like it's the same thing, you know. You have to come ready, and then you know we also despite having being a first year team, a league, and whatever other leagues we're gonna get into, we also didn't want like you know, maybe hardware or like this space to be one of the few disadvantages that we already had, right? So despite being freshly new, we still picked up some wins. We learned a lot. And overall, everybody had fun and there was a lot of chemistry. And it was really exciting for Rob and I because like he said, we both came into this together. This is also new territory for me, you know, working together with a school to make this happen with, you know, students. You know, this is something that I have experience doing with strangers and communities all over the city you know like to give you some context like i've been hosting like tournaments you know fighting game and other other kinds of tournaments for two or three years all over the city working with different schools and restaurants and just like having a network of gamers but having students is a little bit different because like you gotta watch out for like you know you know their personalities you gotta watch out for class you gotta watch out for space schedule like there's a lot of more like variables going on when it comes to hosting on campus than it is when you're hosting like privately or like somewhere else so it's definitely um it's interesting,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's awesome with your guys' facility, do you guys know if you guys have a dedicated internet space or did you guys just kind of bum off of the the, the internet not bum but like just use the stuff that you guys already had
1: we are uh, we are fortunate that we do have our own dedicated space I think in yes. the research that was done before I even got to mercy, I think that we, it was kind of established that Hey, if you're gonna do this, you really need your own. You need your own internet connection, just so there's no lag or or delays or anything. So we are fortunate that we have our own our own circuit, which is nice. And then also, like our IT team is awesome, especially in Manhattan. You know, there's a few guys that you know we call if there's any troubleshooting issues. Like at one time, we had a one of our ports was shut off, so we had to get that back up and running. But you know, they are awesome. They are into it. You know, they watch us on Twitch, you know, they come up, they're playing, you know, they've installed some of their own games on the, on some of the monitors. So they're playing up there. Um, and it's, it's been pretty cool, but it's nice to have, you know, the support of, of a lot of people within Mercy College, you know, whether it's the director of it to the techs, to, you know, the, you know, we had a, a ribbon cutting, unveiling of the room. We had our, our president there, the vice president of student affairs, our CIO, you know, assistant deans. We had faculty and staff coming down, students. So it was a really cool. It was a really cool experience, and a lot of people were really on board and committed to what was going on. And, you know, it was a fun sight. Was our our president, uh, President Hall, was actually playing, getting taught how to play League of Legends by one of our <laughs> one of our players prior to you know, his remarks uh, at the opening. So it was cool. It was a fun experience.
2: Yeah I, yeah, I definitely say, like, that's a key, like, for any school, really. And and it's definitely one of the hurdles and one of the things that we, I, 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 well, my team ac- accomplished early on when we had the video game club that we needed to be on the good side of, like, the IT department and student life, right? Like, you never want to be, like, run this program and have this mission, like, like on the side or against them, like they have to be on board and they have to be part of the whole experience because the whole thing is going to come way much better together. If like your IT department, which you're, you're going to have to rely on heavily to make sure that like everything works, not only from like a hardware perspective, but like your server, like if anything's dropping, um, like your IT department is going to have to be, have someone at least somewhat knowledgeable. To help you with all this because if they're not then you're gonna have to like maybe resort to like third-party services to come in like during these events and make sure that everything's okay or to have some students that are very good at this stuff. so that that's definitely like that was huge that like the IT department already knew they were already on board they helped set it up they're friendly and they're and they're just part of the community
0: yep now that makes sense that makes a lot of sense do you guys so Rob real quick you were there In November, was your guys' facility already built, or were you there part of the build-out?
1: It was in the very final stages of being built. So, the facility, you know, was, it had, you know, there wasn't too much, uh, I would say, physical construction. You know, we're in Manhattan, so, you know, it was really a room that had been kind of repurposed uh, for for our situation. So it was really, you know, assembling, assembling the desks and laying them out in a way that would work for everyone, you know, painting and cleaning everything up and then getting all of the hardware set up and setting up the chairs and just getting everything in the space. Uh, So I, I came in at the very, at the very end of the process and kind of helped see things over the finish line, but they did a really great job on it. So I, I have no complaints when it comes to that.
0: Angel, did you when you got when you started your program and or your club team in 2016 did any of the information that you kind of developed during that time did that kind of assist the the college in figuring out how to build out their their facility
2: yeah i was already in
0: talks with the director of student life um, maybe like
2: a year or you know a year or not maybe like 6 months before these these build outs happened so oh, wow. okay. I was talking to Felipe, like, I mean, we're already, obviously, you know, construction, the level of construction that Mercy College invested at the, the Manhattan campus was no joke, right? Like, we're talking about like two, two two to three, four completely new floors, like, just complete infrastructure. So this is something that was already planned, like in advance. The, that room specifically is not, you know, wasn't like the one of the main things. But overall, like Rob said, it doesn't take much work to turn almost any classroom size room into an esports room like it's right. not really rocket science so the talk was already there that one of the rooms will be an esports room so i was having those early conversations where felipe you know at the time director of student life about a year year and a half before when the first early blueprints came in i was already chatting with him saying okay if you are going to do this like one of these rooms obviously needs to be an esports room and this is what it should look like obviously a lot of change from there to then it's not obviously like a hundred percent from what we discussed, but overall the idea did happen. It was executed and the room and the room is great. But, um, even like just like for any colleges looking to start out, any room can be repurposed as long as it's a, you know, a rectangle or a square, you know, in any, you know, decent shape, it can be repurposed for, for this, because all you really need is to set up the chairs, the cubicles, the monitors and make sure all your wiring is adequate and any room can be repurposed to have a nice esports room. Now some colleges that have can spare more of an expense can definitely go all out and build a room solely for esports where you know everything is like against each other and we have all these fancy lights. You know, you've seen high budget like esports room. So we yeah. hope to get there someday. But as we said earlier, like we're still like in proof of concept, you know, even though it's invested and it's happening, we have, you know, the interest has to grow. The, the, the engagement has to grow. There has to be uh, interest from in the students that this is working and that, like, you know, the students are having a good time and that, you know, it adds value to the school and adds value to the game, to, you know, to, to, the, to the students. And then from there, you know, like any, any institution, they're going to invest more into it. So essentially, we need, me and Rob, <laughs> Rob and I, we need to do a good job of making sure this works, making sure the students are having a good time so that Mercy can see can, can, can believe us. And next year the program could be bigger and better.
0: Have you guys had any issues with the with student engagement or or kind of recruitment for your guys' uh, teams? Uh, not yet. I think we'll have to revisit
1: this. Like, ask me next July where we're at. Um, <laughs> right. You know, we've been fortunate. You know, this first you know we're you know we're about seven eight months in. Uh, we have a good group of students. You know, we really we were fortunate that we didn't really have any seniors or students that were were. Graduating school or, or leaving school, so we we return a lot of students. You know, we've also been engaging with students at orientation. You know, we've, you know, obviously everything has shifted to online, um, including you know accepted student day events and you know events where you know students who who are thinking about Mercy can come to Mercy and, and get a feel for what what the school has to offer. So. You know, I give a lot of credit, and you know I'm, I feel very fortunate that our, our marketing team, which is led by some pretty incredible thinkers, and our admissions team and our events team, really put together some engaging ideas for a virtual accepted student day that fortunately for us, you know, culminated with an event where students could come and play Smash Brothers and play Mario Kart. You know, so we actually we use the Discord channel where, you know, the students who wanted to join us could come in. You know, Angel would set up, you know, custom game lobbies. So we, we were we're talking to accepted students while they're playing in Smash or, or Mario Kart um, and getting to know the students who are either already coming to Mercy or thinking about coming to Mercy. So, you know, right. we have those contacts going into, into 20, 2020, 2021. So, you know, we're, we're looking forward to engaging those students and really, you know, like Angel said, expanding the titles. You know, we, you know, we went online uh, with all, we took all of our intramurals online when we when we went uh, remote learning for the spring. So, you know, engaging students in some more traditional console games, you know, like Smash and Mario Kart and FIFA and Madden and NBA 2K. So getting students playing those games. And then we have people that are playing the traditional PC game. So I think just like Angel said, just adding the titles, kind of in, increasing the access and inclusivity for, for everyone who wants to play. So I think we have our work cut out for us, given everything that's happened. But, you know, I know that, you know, whatever happens, it's not going to be for, for lack of effort. We're really going to reach out to the students. And, you know, we've been, we've been working hard this summer to engage them. Like I said, we've had a few scrimmages For league. Um, we're hoping to get some more. We've had some summer leagues going for the console games. And we're just really just trying to offer, you know, I I like to my kind of personal mentality is don't say no to anything. So if a student comes up and and they say, I want to start this game or I wanna add this title, you know, I'm gonna think of a way to make that to make that work. So we've had some students reach out as well. So for different titles and that, Hey, I want to do this and I want to add that. And you know, we're just exploring, you know, how it's going to work and how it's going to look, but we have a great space. So we really want to get students in there so they can use it as much as
0: possible. Right. Are you guys using a a Twitch for your guys' streaming service? Yep. Yep. Do you guys have anything else like YouTube or like Facebook gaming or anything else like that?
1: Not yet. I don't know. I'll, I'll let Angel talk to that a little bit if if he would think he would want to add that, but our conference you know, we kind of set it up where everyone streams on Twitch. So, you know, if you want to pop in and watch what your opponents are doing, you know, we, we share the Twitch streams with one another. Um, and it's really great for the students who share with their friends, like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing in a league match tonight at 7 o'clock. Come check us out. You know, I, I think eventually we'd like to get to the point where in our Manhattan campus, you know, so our, our room's on the fourth floor. Below us on the third floor is a really cool lecture hall um it's like a it's like a media center it's got a huge drop down screen you know we would like to get it to the point where people can come and actually watch the matches streamed on the on the big screen you know i'm not sure we're quite there yet but we're hoping to be you know where it's something that we're striving towards but you know i think we're open to other ways um to engage and i'll let angel
2: anything you would want to add on that yeah um, um you hit it right on the head yeah um for right now, like our, our, our main platform is just Twitch. Um, we, we do have like a, a esports Instagram as well. Um, and then down the line, as as we grow, maybe we'll get into like Facebook, ga- you know, Facebook gaming is becoming pretty big now, you know, with Mixer shutting down. Um, and um, yeah, so th- th- that's kind of like where we stream for the most part. Um, whenever I, I, I host like lobbies for Smash or or Mario Kart, I tend, we, we tend to take screenshots and, and, and snips and videos and put it in our social media pages to kind of say like, oh, and we'll sometimes we'll tag the students like, you know, if, if, if our college page has them as friends, like on Instagram or Twitter, we would like tag them and say like, oh, student this from this program versus this student from this program. Look, they're playing here tonight. If you want to watch your friends, tune in here. So it's kind of a way to kind of like put the students at the forefront as well. So when we take those screenshots of the gameplay, like people that follow Mercy College can see that like, oh, snap, like students are playing video games and they're posting it and like they're playing Smash for like an accepted Students Day. So that's pretty like out of the ordinary. So it's kind of like also breaking barriers in a sense, because back in the day, like two or three years ago, when we had these early admission programs, you would never think that like part of our admission strategy is like having students participate in a, in that after like in the after the program, um, small tournament or two. Right. And then, right. and then now, not only do we have like their contact, but they're, they're, they're going to be forever, like in that discord channel if they feel like staying and we can just continue to engage them. And then ultimately, if we become really good friends with them, they're going to come to Mercy college and they'll be part of our like early ID program. Right. So that's kind of like what, you know, that, that's kind of what, what we've been doing but um as we grow we have more titles we're going to expand our platform. but for now it's just twitch and instagram and then as we grow we'll probably get into facebook gaming where we can like just have students watch live like the matches and things like that
0: yeah okay well all right guys getting into the nitty-gritty of uh the real questions using round numbers how much did it cost and it, and i understand that you guys Mercy College did a whole build-out, right? They, they remodeled the, the, all four floors, right? And so, just for the eSports facility, like, redecking it out into the actual room, an eSports uh, dedicated space, how much – what did it cost? Uh,
1: I will, you know, without giving, you know, too much information, right. I'm not sure what I can – what I should be sharing and what I shouldn't be sharing. You out know, I, record, I, I, I would say that, you know, honestly – the The biggest expense for us was the computers and all the peripheries that go into the computers, you know, like I said, we were fortunate that you know everything that space was being redone as it was, so everything. You know, in terms of being outfitted with with desks um, and you know new carpet, new light fixtures, all that was kind of separate. You know, so I would say right. that the majority, you know, most of the investment was all was all computers um, and monitors, headsets, chairs. You know, so I mean, right there, like just looking like taking that stuff into an account, you know into an account. It's you know, it's a capital expense. I would say you know, roughly over $30,000, you know, so, but that was, you know, that's the majority. And then we have, you know, our recurring expense, you know, is really, is the, you know, internet, you know, internet circuit, you know, and then any, you know, a gear apparel we, we get for our students, you know, sweatshirts, jerseys, T-shirts, you know, bracelets, stickers, you know, so that costs, you know, those, those costs are more minimal but I, I would say that if anyone is, is getting into, into esports and they want to do this, you know, set yourself up so that you, you know, you want to get a computer that is going to be modern and can, you know, you can have it for a few years and really invest into it. Um, you know, don't waste the expenses there, I would say, you know, and right. then when you look at the other stuff that you're, you're getting into the program, you know, advertising events and, you know, food to, you know, the you know, we feed our students for every match. Um, you know, I, I would say the computers are the biggest expense and that's, yeah, you know, I, where I, the I, best, the best way to invest it is. I would say.
2: Right. i definitely say it's definitely budget. You know, you, you, whoever like is looking to invest in this, you should get an idea of what titles you're looking to start early on or what titles you're looking to, um, pilot your first program with, because that's going to definitely vary what's going to need to be purchased early on. Um, Later down the line, if Mercy decides to grow, we're not going to play Smash Bros on a high-end PC, right? They might need to invest in some Switches. So mm-hmm. it, it all depends on like on what you want to pilot with. And I think Rob hit it on the head in terms of like an, an estimated cost based on like these amount of setups. So it should be relatively easy for a school to get an idea of how much you're going to spend based on one setup times how many players are needed for that game, right? Like, so... This room was built based on League of Legends to start out. But ultimately, um, we knew that we could have different games here, like Overwatch and any kind, of any PC game online, like whatever could be played on there. So, um, yeah, I, I think Bob hit it right on the head. Definitely need to budget for a few things. You get to budget for the computers, the staff, the food, and any marketing expenses in the future that you're going to have, any like ads, any if you're going to pay any agencies or... Anything like that to help you recruit and get your program going, as well as swag, right? You always want nice swag. Normal teams have good swag. You want to always be exciting for the for the students. You also got to think about like how many, how much you're going to order when, um, and maybe like anticipate growth as well. So, I will say
1: this though: like if you look at it, and anyone who who is going to you know their vice president or their athletic director, um, and they they're trying to push this. You know, I think you have to look a little bit bigger and beyond just, you know, just the students that are going to play and compete on your on a, on a team or a club. You know, we're, we're looking at it as this is a space, you know, for all Mercy students. Um, you know, obviously, we didn't get to really fulfill that vision this spring due to, you know, world events. But, you know, we're looking at it as it mm-hmm. eventually, you know, we're going to have this space where students can come in and play other games that they want to do. Um, and it's going to be an area for, for any Mercy student to come in and use. Uh, you know, beyond that, you know, we've had some initial conversations with some of our STEM faculty, you know, as, hey, how can we collaborate? Like eSports have, you know, have been proven uh, through research, you know, has, has proven that they increase persistence. You know, they can increase diversity in STEM, they can increase engagement in STEM, you know, from a young age all the way through college. So we've, we've had some initial conversations this summer with some faculty members, like, hey, this is what we're doing, you know, how can we work together? So if you look at it like that, you know, the investment really becomes fully encompassing for the college experience. Now it's, you know, it's all students, so you have a student engagement piece, you know, you have a, an academic collaboration, and it really, become, you really, it really makes it much more, I would say, economic uh, because a lot of people are getting involved in this space and um, this room and, and utilizing, you know, this investment that you've made. So I would say that's, that's a, good, a good starting point to go off of. Like, it's not just for eSports students. This is for everyone. You know, anyone who wants to think creatively and outside of the box, which I think all schools are going to have to do even more than ever, you know, I think this is a great place to start
0: yes good i like that answer all right so like i guess getting into the next question what's the hardest part of your guys' job when it comes to the esports
1: um i would say that you know this year i think the most difficult thing we faced and i'm not sure it's difficult it's just a, it's a it's a unique ch- it's a it's an advantage that i think can present itself in the form of a challenge but we have a lot of campuses so you know, Mercy is really built on being accessible to a wide variety of students and individuals. And we we do that by having campuses in Dobbs Ferry, which is traditional college campus, residence halls. You know, we have a a campus in the Bronx, which is, you know, there's no residence program there. And then we have a campus in Manhattan, which we're we're starting a residence program in this upcoming fall. So, you know, we are open to, you know, anyone who wants to play esports on any campus can come down and play. So sometimes it's just a little difficult for right. students to get to Manhattan. You know, fortunately we are accessible, very accessible. We're about an eight block walk from grand central and our Dobbs Ferry campus actually has a Metro North train station attached to it pretty much. So we are accessible in that regard, but you know, sometimes it's difficult, you know, if we have to re- if, you know, again gets rescheduled, you know, it's not as easy for students who are in Dobbs Ferry or the Bronx to necessarily Get to the esports room for practices. So, we just got to be a little more creative uh, in terms of how we set up practices and how we communicate. And it just takes a little more planning. So, I, I would say that has probably been one of the larger challenges that it's not right around the corner for us. So, I, I, I'm working on all campuses. So, I, I bounce around a lot. So, I may only be in Manhattan a couple times per week. But I think right. that as we have students who are living in Manhattan full time, um, a few floors up, I think that I think that problem will start to dissipate a little bit. Angel, anything you would want to add to that?
2: I, I agree. I think it's just like uh, like physical accessibility to the space. You know, among the entire college network, is definitely the um the, the biggest challenge. The but again, the other blessings, the blessings to this is that like they can also play from home sometimes if we need to. Yeah. You know, how we're fortunate to continue the program now. But um, and then overall, um, the other challenge, the other, I think the second challenge for me, at least, is just kind of um, just not knowing like what's next, like you know, just kind of like figuring this out as we go. You know, we didn't anticipate COVID, and we also don't know what's coming around the corner, right? So it's just like working with like a lot of random options that come our way. Um, but overall. If everything was perfect, um, the main challenge would be getting everybody um, across different
0: campuses, because at least our campuses are really kind of far apart from each other. Right. And it it sucks that uh, COVID isn't helping out with you, (laughs) helping that out. (laughs) It's making it worse. No, that is 100% true. All right. So on the flip side of that question, what's the funnest part of your guys' job? I mean, for me, the
1: funnest part is the students. Um, you know, that's why you know I've worked in higher education for a long time. I just like being around the students. You know, you learn a lot from them. You know, uh, they keep you young. They keep you humble. I've just been, you know, if you would have told me five years ago that I would be sitting in a in an esports room on a Friday night you know, getting excited for a league of legends match. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I would have believed you necessarily, but you know, back in February, it's our first match. And, you know, I have like butterflies getting ready to watch what's going on. Um, so I, I think the students and, you know, really just learning, um, everything about it, just learning kind of the, the little slang that goes into communicating with each other, uh, learning about the game titles and the strategy, and just seeing what goes like, just the team dynamics. You know, I you know I, I grew up with a, a regular sports background, so you know I've always I've always been excited about the dynamics of a team and a coach and a manager and and how everything works together. So seeing that work um, has been really fun. And then plus it's it's totally brand new. Like this has never been done before at Mercy. So you know we're starting something that is totally new. You know it's it's allowing us to put our mark on it. And I, you know, I've been fortunate. I've met a lot of great people, you know, Angel, one of them, Um, all of our student, all of our student team members. And I've I've just enjoyed, you know, every bit of it. It's been just a great experience.
2: Yeah, Um, I think I have a very similar um, opinion. I just um, overall, like I'm, I'm an event planner, like by heart, like I'm like, I'm the kind of person that likes to put people together just like even from like a personal perspective with friends and overall, maybe like any deeper reasons behind why I started, like my, my gaming, like event planning company, just kind of gathering people from all walks of life to come together and play video games together and have a good time and engage and, and compete and like scratch that competitive itch, but also scratch like that casual itch, you know, like, and just have a good time. And I think overall, like, like Rob said, you know, having just the students come together that, otherwise we're not have bumped into each other in the hallway or would not know that they they each each other like played the same characters or like have the same strategy or the same game is pretty cool i think it's easier to spot like a basketball player and another basketball player like in like an open space than it is like to spot two gamers right away or like I, like you can see athletes like how they behave how they act you know they were like for the most part in good shape but like gamers like in all shapes and sizes right like when you right. see like this host of like different like diversity and different shapes and sizes of students come in and, and interact with each other it's like a beautiful thing so um i think that, w- that that's definitely what makes like the, the program really unique and overall pretty exciting to learn like new titles like you said learn new slang i was not huge on lead but it was definitely exciting to like learn about it see how the students engage how they strategize and um, just how they, how much they get into it, and otherwise, if you watched it from afar, you would like think it's like weird and like nerdy. <laughs> but then, like you know, this is from like a society perspective, right? Like the society mindset. Like they, you know, back you know, we used to find these kind of things weird and nerdy, and like you know, you would think gamers are very like you know goblin like and just kind of like don't talk to nobody, you know. But most of these students are the most have the, the best like personalities you ever meet. They're very charismatic, have a lot of personality, and are really good people once you really, you know, get them in a space and get to know them. And that's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, 100%. That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys for taking the time to, you know, join us on the eSports podcast. Real quick, guys, so this is like your guys' time to give your 30-second pitch, minutes pitch. Uh, if you, Rob, you want to go or Angel wants to go or you guys want to tag team it up and do a duet, I don't know, whatever you guys want to do. I'll tell you what, Angel. Why don't you start? You can t-
1: kind of talk about your experience as you know a twice now Mercy alum, and then you know I'll I'll kind of finish things off. So why don't you give your pitch, and then I'll I'll give my pitch uh, to kind of uh, piggyback off of you.
2: Yeah. So um, here at Mercy College, we're we're really giving students like a unique opportunity to really be part of a, a, a really young and new esports program. I mean, even if you're like. A very competitive gamer or like a very casual gamer. I think overall this is the place for you. Rob and I are, you know, extremely friendly, very humble, and overall we're just really trying to add members to our family when it comes to like really growing this program. You know, I have several years of experience building communities all over the city. You know, my personal company is called Gaming Gaming Battle Network or GBN Events. So I have a ton of experience traveling the East Coast, working with different schools, working with different all kinds of communities. Um, you know, pers- different personalities across different games and overall, you know, my experience and Rob's like academic experience comes together really, really well so that, you know, the students have a great time. And I think with the resources that we have now and how early the program is, it, I think it's a really exciting opportunity for like any student that wants to join now. They're, they're going to be part of something great. You know, sometimes it could be a little bit intimidating to join something that's already pretty established and has a lot of like pressure. And sometimes students just students just want, want to come in, go with the flow and be part of the program. And not all yeah. students right away want to like feel pressured to like, OK, if you're not that good, you can't get the championship. You can't be part of the team. Like we're never going to be like that. You know, we're, we're just going to, you know, um, make sure you have a good time, have fun and we'll do the best we can do and grow the program together. I, w- I
0: would
1: say that, you know, I think our, our major strength of our program, you know, is our institution. You know, Mercy College is all about accessibility. We want to make it easy for anyone to come and get a degree, you know, whether you're a resident, you're a commuter, uh, whether you're a non-traditional adult learner, whether you're coming out of high school, whether, you know, you're a first-generation student, or a minority or marginalized identity, you know, we have we have a place for you. And I think our staff reflects that I think our administration reflects and supports that, you know, we have some really excellent academic programs. And then, like I said, you know, we have a brand new residence life program, brand new eSports room in the heart of Herald Square in New York City. You know, we also have, you know, if you want a traditional college campus, we have Dobbs Ferry, you know, and, and then if you're, if you're, you know, in the Bronx and you you, you're working and you just want to commute and get your your classes done. We have a location for you in the Bronx as well. So, you know, we're spread out in the tri-state area. You know, we're extremely accessible. We're extremely, you know, open to whoever you are as a person uh, and we're welcoming. So and I think to kind of piggyback off what Angel said, you know, we are esports. We just want to grow. We want to grow and expand and really have fun with it. So, you know, if you're someone who who is thinking about, you know, making the jump or trying to pursue esports, you know, at the college level competitively, you know, I think what we're offering is a chance to come into a, into a group, into a club uh, and, and make it your own, you know, put your own personal stamp on it and have a really great experience. But I would say that if you are interested in learning more, you know, reach out to me directly via email rcornetta at mercy.edu. And I'd love to get the conversation started with anyone. And yeah, I I appreciate you taking the time to have us on today and and ask us
0: some questions and, and learn about what we're trying to do here in New York. So thank you. Thank you for joining us on to today's podcast. If you found the information valuable, please, all I ask is for you to share it with everyone and anyone. If you want to have a conversation as to how you can also have an esports program at your institution, please hit me up, Daron at esportsapply.com. And until next time, stay motivated.